we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. Now, for those of you who don't know, DC Comics come out on Tuesdays. Marvel and Indie Comics come out on Wednesdays. And then we're here on a Thursday, March 10th, 2022, to talk about this week's releases. We've binged as much as we could. I'm your host, Dimitra Pereira. I got two awesome guests. If you've been paying attention to Comic Talk before, you may recognize them. You may know him as the G.I. Joel. We got Joel Prentice. Joel, what's up, man? What is up? How are y'all doing tonight? Doing um, good. Glad to be here. Yeah. It's uh you look you look clean, man. You look not that you look dirty, but like you <laughs> like you cleaned up. You trimmed everything. Yeah, I got I got my hair cut. What uh, happened? <laughs> what happened to you? I yeah, my hair was a bit longer, I think, last time. I got it cut, you know, and, and real tight on the sides about a week ago. Okay. I uh, you know, try something new, you know, been yeah, rocking my hair for a little bit now. Was it, because uh, I haven't said this is the first time I'm meeting you, so uh, is, was it just the same cut, just longer? Or no, is this I was also... pretty shaggy. Okay. I was pretty shaggy. You are like me, like me now. Uh, a little you... bit longer than that. My okay. hair gets real long in the back, so. Oh, you can't see. That's why I'm wearing these big headphones. Oh, okay, yeah. So My yeah. hair is feathering. Oh, like, yeah. Very similar yeah. textured hair. Yeah, yeah, mine was quite long, so. I was just okay, like, okay. So for, for anyone watching the live stream, you're watching us yeah. at volume.com slash The Keeg Show, twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show, or youtube.com slash The Keeg. If you're watching the live stream, you can see how feathery everyone's hair is. <laughs> but if you're listening to the podcast, you cannot see that. So you're just going to have to imagine, you know, imagine Beautiful everybody's hair. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, and well, it's like, okay, all right, I got it. Joel yeah. looks like he just stepped out of Peaky Blinders. <laughs> And I'm looking a little like my hair stepped out of the Obi-Wan trailer. Uh, <laughs> a little. It's, I was going to say from this you can't angle. can't really see the legs. I was going to say from this angle, your hair looks a little curlier and wavier than it normally looks. So you yeah. kind of look like like the hair, Jesse Eisenberg-ish. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But his hair gets like super curly. And yeah. Mine, yeah. Gets, mine gets curly when you let it get long enough. Right. Like, yeah. His hair on a straight day and your hair on a curlier day overlap. Okay. You know? We've painted a vivid word picture for the yes. listeners. Now. <laughs> uh, for the listeners that are listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Um, I introduced Joel and then Trevor chimed in and people are like, who the fuck is that guy? Why? I don't know who that guy is. We got Trevor Reese, everybody. Trevor Copter. Hey. Do you have a sound effect for Trevor Copter? It's been a while. Okay. I've been like, it's like a. Okay. That just sounds like a like an AC working overtime. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. Uh, Trevor, how are you doing today? Doing good. Read some good comics. It's been a while. Like I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I have lapsed, and the only reason I checked back in is because I was doing this show. Yeah. Like I've. Basically, I think like the past like three weeks, I've just like straight up missed. Um, so it was good to get back into the swing of things and get caught back up on some stuff and also dive into stuff already well in progress, like Thor 23. Right. I haven't read a stitch of Donnie Cates' run <laughs> yeah. and just jumped in. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good. You're dedicated. Uh, Joel, Joel, do you read week to week? Um, I do read, there's a bunch of issues and series that I week, week to week. Um, sometimes I get kind of fall behind, um, you know, like I, Eternals 10 came out this week. I'm still on Eternals issue eight. 
you know, so that's yeah. why I, that's not one of the ones I read. Um, but there are a couple of series like Thor that I love, especially that I will read it as soon as I get it. Or uh, you know, big GI Joe fan, so as soon as that comes out, I tend to read it. Um, so there's certain series where I do it like that, but other ones where I, I've kind of like you know, like I'm on issue two of the Hulk run right now, and it's okay. on issue six. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that's you know. that's the thing about this uh, this show is that like it drives us to yeah read what we can of this week. Yeah. But then, even though we're focusing on a single issue this week of each title, there's also, like, reading what's led up to it, especially you guys coming in, like, well, once a month or so, you know? Yeah, you know, like, uh, um, we don't have to start the conversation on it, but, like, the Superman, Son of Kal-El, number nine, I had to make sure I had read the night because that was clearly, like, that's true. led yes. into the other. Yeah. So there is, yeah, had to kind of delve back into the past and not just deal with this week. Um and I also had to catch up with Spider-Man too. Like I was a couple issues uh, behind, so I had to catch up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I say yeah, uh, have- because I, I, I mean, I've talked about it past couple weeks. Like there was a like this new Amazing Spider-Man run started off lackluster, then got a little bit better, and then got back to lackluster again. I'm mm. not, I'm not digging it. So I'm sorry. The the Ben Riley stuff. Yeah, I'm not digging the Ben Riley stuff. Yeah, I've heard mixed things. I've heard like. Some people are like, oh, this issue really blew them away. But then, like, the next issue was really lackluster yeah. or just downright not good. But if there's, like, four or five writers. So I guess that kind of makes sense that, like, every couple of issues will be really good because it's, like, that same writer came back and, like, started working again. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's the the now standard Spider-Man by committee. Yes, Spider-Man Although it's, committee. like, but now you have, we're just off a single person's run, um, hot off a couple single persons run. So this is something that's sort of new, sort of old school, like, yeah, yeah, back to the committee. But it's also weird because, like, the first time they did it when they basically switched Spider-Man to three times a month, more or less weekly, yeah. um, uh, they, like, it was, like, storylines, like, arcs had specific teams even. Like, like we're having art change while the writer's still in play yeah um and this is like one overarching thing like that was like brand new days so it was just like hey we're gonna jump into a few stories and kind of get you a new lay of the land but like this is telling an overarching story about the beyond corporation and it's just like it's weird that yeah it's having such highs and lows and such high changeover in the creative team right yeah. well because here's the thing an artist can only draw one issue a month unless you're jack kirby Oh, not Jack Kirby, but like, yeah, okay. Jack Kirby can have Bagley, Bagley, Bagley and Ramita, but only Bagley's working on the book, but those two guys, they could, they could get two. Bagley's does a lot of work very quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bagley, okay. they, they did that with Ultimate Spider-Man, like, yeah. in like the, the 50s. They yeah. would, like, they did like a, uh, a couple months of like, it was damn near like twice a month. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's an but artist like, it became, literally working yeah. on their weekends, right? Yeah. yeah, and it became a lot rougher. It, it fell onto the inkers yeah. a lot to yeah. kind of fill in the gaps. Yeah, because uh, for for anyone out there who, who you know, artists pretty much do a page, uh, a page every every day. Like a page is a day's worth of work, right? And if you want to do more than a page a day, then you have to do more than a day's worth of work a day. And then it's twenty like twenty five pages, right? Twenty two pages. We're yeah. talking four weeks, right? So it's tough. A writer can write so many titles. Yeah. You know, 
uh, one could say it's a what... decline in quality, but you know, yeah. Yeah, if you if you're not if you're not focused, I mean, it's also just like the focus of it. Like I I right now like as a writer, like I have a couple different things that I have to like. Literally, I'm on deadlines, so I have to kind of keep bouncing back and forth on them. It's just so hard to like change your mindset that it just the only way to do it is basically to just create a uniformed storytelling across all stories you're telling. And if you got two wildly different genres, yeah. they're gonna clash and and they're not gonna have the, that same quality. Yeah. Um, I want to know some some positive stuff. I want to start this episode a little bit positive. Uh, I want to know what your guys' pick of the week is. Your number one pick out of this week. Which one? Which one is worth it? Which one was number one? Um, I would probably say the Superman Son of Kal El issue number nine. It was solid. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the crossover with Nightwing. I think Nightwing and John is a great kind of mentor mentee relationship. Yeah. Um, and then also, you know, I've been reading the Son of Kal-El series since it, since it first started, since Tom Taylor first took it over. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that has really like, I'm reading basically everything Taylor's writing right now, but the one thing that's really holding back that series in my subjective opinion, uh, is the artwork and having Mike Redondo do the artwork on Superman was a bit of a refresher because it's uh, been Bruno a little bit hit or miss. What's that? Bruno Redondo? Bruno Redondo, excuse yeah. me, Bruno Redondo, uh, do the artwork on the separate instead of Kal-El because um, he's been doing so so good I mean that's definitely one of the standout pieces of the Nightwing series is oh Redondo's yeah artwork oh yeah um, amazing and to have that same touch but on Superman I really enjoyed that um that aspect of it so but yeah it was a great story I really enjoyed reading that one um so yeah that would be my pick of the week okay all right all right uh, Superman, uh, uh, Trevor, did you read Superman, Son of Cal? Yeah, uh, that was great. Like I said, like I, I, I had to, I like couple issues behind on Nightwing, but again, like I can jump in. Like I, at this point, I know enough about stuff, and I know the current context of things that I could just jump in and like, all right, I missed a couple, missed a couple issues, but I, I can go back and fill in context. But um, yeah. so yeah, like it was awesome. I like I've been reading Son of Cal. I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like jumping into it. And like knowing, like, you know, like, I know his, uh, his boyfriend is a, a crypto journalist or whatever the title is. Yeah. Um, and so like, I understood the context of it and everything, but like, there's just, there's something about when I, Brandon Routh talks about this. Um, and it's the, the, how there's actually three Superman. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's Superman, the icon. There's Clark Kent, the persona, and then there's Clark when he gets to be with like Lois and his family and the people who know him. And like, I just love when we get that, especially when we get it with a Batman character, when we get, especially Nightwing, because Nightwing's the best of them all. He's like, Nightwing, honestly, if you you say Batman's your favorite character, I can't believe you. But if you think (laughs) Nightwing is your favorite character, I, I inherently trust you because there's just something so wonderful about that character that they just have allowed to grow because he's like he's a character who like he's older than wonder woman yeah he's he's been around around for like a long long dick grayson yeah dick grayson yeah dick grayson is is Uh, been around longer than every literally everything at marvel dick grayson is older than Yeah. yeah and to just see that character like he's had some lows especially recently i think um, with Rick Grayson. Rick Grayson. Rick Grayson. <laughs> oh, that's, Rick Grayson. <laughs> that is, 
That is a dark I mean, spot. <laughs> considering they've they've realized in making him in terms of the storytelling, like the uh, Mark Wade Daredevil, like that was like a stroke of genius with Tom Taylor kind of cracking that code of like he's the swashbuckler, he's the debonair guy, he's the one who actually could be charming as Bruce Wayne and pull it off. Like that's yeah. just like, um, like I love like, but like I was gonna say like bringing that up, it's like Rick Grayson is armored Daredevil. Like that's how low. Oh yeah, that is the low points. Yeah, <laughs> armored daredevil. That is that is it is his armored daredevil. Rick that's Grayson. a really great comparison. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, when you have those low points, that's the fun thing about comics, is if you get low points on good characters, they come back strong. Yeah, like armored daredevil led to Kevin Smith, um, Kevin Smith daredevil. And then the drop off in that led to Bendis coming in. And then like, the, like you get like really awesome highs when characters hit their low points creatively, yeah. not emotionally. We've, we've seen them get really dark, especially Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I like the Superman, uh, Santa Cala was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. to bring it back to what we're actually fucking talking right. about. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, but to see it, see that story infected with that, the charm of Dick Grayson and um, they, yeah, they're just, when he comes into a storyline, it just brings out the best in the characters. It, it really does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dick Grayson is one of the best characters in comic books. And uh, especially I mean, when he's done right, of course, not when you're trying to make him dark and edgy. But it, it, he's know? also someone like, even on even like his autopilot years, not bad stuff. We're talking Chuck Dixon years. Yeah, the Chuck Dixon years, like not bad, mm-hmm. not bad. No, a member like he's a character that's so firmly established that he, it it takes a lot to really really mess him up. Right, yeah. a la Rick Grayson. Well, <laughs> literally pulled everything out of him and said like, "We're cre- we're recreating this." Just like no. Yeah, I I would I would also state that like. Um, I love the fact that Nightwing got his name from Superman. From Superman. Nightwing and Flamebird are Kryptonian heroes uh, of myth, and Superman told Nightwing about the tale of Nightwing, uh, you know, before he was Nightwing. And uh, it's nice to see. So there's a Superman-Nightwing relationship, and then now there's a Nightwing and new Superman relationship. And that's kind of nice. It just, what you guys were saying just kind of reminded me how dick grayson in the titans show is not dick grayson not he's even awful. a little bit he's fucking rick grayson that's that's he, rick yeah, grayson right yeah. There. that's he, rick grayson brooding for sure. and edgy and like yeah. what is the point nightwing yeah. is the best of us right yeah and which shows like nightwing and bloodhaven you know they're supposed to be kind of mirror opposites it's you know there's a moment in this nightwing run a couple months back where he was like, I don't want to give up on Bloodhaven. I want, please show me that there's hope. Please show me that the people of Bloodhaven are worth fighting for. It's kind of like Batman is like the product of Gotham city. Yeah. Like he is the reflection of Gotham. Like that's always been his thing. And it feels like Dick Grayson's relationship with Bloodhaven is a Superman style. Yeah. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's much more in that line of was like, I will show you the better way. Yeah, yeah. Because even why like they made him like a cop for a while to try and like right. daredevil it of like I will fight this on both fronts. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Superman Son of Kal El number nine 
it was a uh, was a really good issue. Solid, solid read. You yeah, know. solid, solid. That was that was that was Joel's pick. Yeah, okay. that was my pick. Yeah. All right, uh, Trevor, I need to know what your and pick is. After all that talk of how I love when lightness infects our comics, Are you my gonna... pick is Punisher number one. I was gonna <laughs> say that too. I was gonna <laughs> do it. Punisher I was hoping. Okay, yeah. I was hoping you would do it because that's one of my picks. And oh. so I'm like, you can take that because it was really good. I was very surprised. Trevor, let me know. Yeah. I mean, first off, like I just, before we get into it, because I'll like, I'll talk about Jason Aaron for a while about it, but the art, like, I don't know anywhere, anywhere. I'm not trying to be pejorative or because I don't know what the artist's name is. I forgot to look it, it up. looks like Saiz. Um, S-A-I-Z. Like, is that right? It, yeah. I have a copy right here. <laughs> um, but he looks like a knockoff yeah, John he's Cassidy. Size. Like he look, it looks very oh. John Cassidy, and it's just like yeah. I like that. I just like that yeah. style overall, and I like, I really like the artwork, um, and I like the premise. I like the the idea of it. It is a crazy like, ass premise. I was not very expecting Jason any Aaron. of that. Yeah. yeah. It's a very it, Jason Aaron premise for, for Punisher. Again, Garth and his Punisher. The reason Punisher is now is is popular nowadays is because of, because of yeah, the Garth Ennis. Yeah. Well, no, but Garth Ennis came because the shitty Punisher. Oh yeah. Eight like literal angel of death. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and so, but like this is on par with that. Of like this is really taking Punisher off of the streets. And putting him into like a world that he's never been in, mm-hmm. but weirdly fits. fits. Right. Yeah. With the hand and everything. Yeah. Also give yeah, him a cause... sword. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit skeptical about well, I like how he's not Ninja that great at personally, it. but like yeah. I really enjoyed it, but I am a little bit skeptical. I'm like, eh, hopefully they can keep that as cool as it was in this first issue. Right. Um, they it, can keep it that cool throughout. <laughs> right. It's uh it's um uh, the Mandalorian with the dark saber is the yes. Punisher with the with the with the, with the sword. Yeah, like he's, he's still learning. He's, yeah, he's not adept yeah. at it like he is with a gun. Yeah, um, yeah, he's so good with a gun. He fought ninjas. He fought ninjas with, <laughs> with a gun, gun and won. Oh and man, won. the whole um, the whole issue is like three fights. It's like all happening. At, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> just back to back bloodshed. Yeah, it is like that. Like. But Jason Aaron, have you have either of you read Punisher Max? His, yeah. his original, yeah, yeah. It it's one of the best, yeah. one of the best. Definitely Punisher my favorite storylines. Punisher. Yeah. yeah, like like, I mean, I, I probably would say it's my favorite because it has an end. Like, unfortunately, yeah. with Garth Ennis, mm. like Welcome Back Frank is the the first twelve issues of a an ongoing story that he continued going on and on and Jason Aaron got to basically tell the end of that story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, so I, since it's Jason Aaron doing this wild spin, I have faith in it too. Yeah. Because he showed a real understanding of the character. Yeah. Joel, you got any, you got any thoughts about this new direction? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I like the direction of taking him and having him be with the hand and everything. And, and, you know, he hasn't really done that yet. Definitely moving him to a world he hasn't been in. It's crazy. Um, Yeah. It's very, you know, not Punisher, but you know, like you said, I, Jason Aaron knows those types of characters. I mean, he knows 
you know, he wrote one of the best Conans, I think, one of my favorite Conan runs. Um, you know, he's writing King Conan right now, which has been a lot of fun. So he just knows like those character types, the rule, you know, and how to tell a really like moving story, but like through like the brutality of like some of these darker, grittier characters. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I like Jason Aaron, Sea of Stars, one of his series that just ended was the one that I really loved. Um, so I'm, I'm always, you know, I, I trust Jason Aaron to do well with, with Punisher on this one. So yeah, yeah, I liked it. I, like I said, I am a little bit skeptical about the sword thing. Hopefully it stays as cool as it was in this issue. Um, hopefully not too much comic booky with it later on. Yeah. But it was it was good. I do, ima- yeah. I do imagine there is the possibility that the sword will be the metaphor of his arc. Yes, that would make sense. That, that, that his, his skill and depth, uh, his skill with it, will increase as he becomes more comfortable with it but eventually he will reject the sword for his true sword yeah the gun the gun, <laughs> the gun. The gun. and then the and sword. then he'll do a christian bale equilibrium fight and that's how jason aaron's <laughs> gonna end it with Gunkata. Gunkata, yes Gunkata. he's gonna end it with that oh it's gonna be sweet. that would make me happy <laughs> but then also like bringing back maria that, that was very interesting. Yeah, very, very interesting. interesting. I was like, I saw the background in that first panel where they show the bed. And I'm like, there's someone in that bed. Yeah, who's in yep. that bed? Yeah, who? Only, only Maria Castle can be in that yeah. bed. Yeah, only Maria Castle. Can well, I mean, Electra. Yeah, right. uh, who do you hook up with? He hooked up with Electra in Thunderbolts, right? When he was on the uh, Thunderbolts team, the all red. See, that's. Team? I don't trust that. Like, was that Aaron who did that? Who did the who did that Thunderbolt? We're talking the all before. red one. You, yeah, you remember yeah, the, what I'm de- the Deadpool, Red Hulk, Electra, Punisher. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't know who, who that one. Uh, but we'll look it up. But basically, um, yeah, I was surprised by there was a couple of twists in this. Basically, the premise is that the hand is like you're the king of killers. Yeah. Come <laughs> essentially lead the hand, and the yeah. hand will kill and give him killers to then kill. Yeah, and this old lady is just like she's sums up with her yeah um, yeah she's pulling some strings yeah uh that the strings are being pulled on her she like the the the, oh, the narration does make her seem like a true believer yeah it feels she's like probably she, somewhere in the middle I mean, yeah, yeah there's machinations happening that she's unaware of that she's like oh shit i didn't realize this was what your plan was for the yeah um, but at the same time, she could also be the main puppeteer of it. Like th- a strong character for sure. Like a really yeah. good, strong into ca- character introduction that I feel she can go either way and it not feel cheap. Yeah. Um, the writer of the Thunderbolts, at least as far as I can see, is two writers, which is weird. Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. I don't know how two people of very similar names get on a book. But... <laughs> All right. Ben and Ben. Um, yeah, maybe as... But again, like that's like Punisher is someone who like speaking of Nightwing being someone that takes a lot to really fuck up. Punisher is someone that is so easy yeah. to fuck up. Yeah, like a it's hard to writer, do good Punisher. Yeah, it's much harder to do good Punisher than it is to do um, bad Nightwing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think the problem with Punisher, and this is as someone who's not, I'm not a fan of Garth Ennis except for Punisher, pretty much. I haven't read his preacher. I know, I know, I need to do that. That's but, but uh, I don't like Garth. I, I don't like Garth Ennis. I just, I, I, he's too much, and he's not smart enough. 
Yeah, a lot um, of shock value in his stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of shock value. Like, for example, I like the boys TV show, but I think the boys comic is garbage, straight trash fire. Like, like I, I don't because the the show is smarter. The show is smarter. It's satirical. It's smarter, and it lacks any heart. The the comic. The comic. Yeah. Like he straight up said, like it's gonna out preacher preacher, and it's just like did then you you misunderstood preacher then Garth Ennis like because right. preacher wasn't about this. Preacher has a lot of shocking points but preacher is not about that the yeah, way yeah. it is in the boys yeah um so i'm not a big fan of garth ennis's punisher but i think uh what ends up happening is people in real life start looking up to the punisher they're like this is true power this is what the skull represents and that's why they've you know they've uh, this obviously been in the news right about the controversy of the skull uh and now they've changed the skull on his shirt and people are like, well, why does it look like an alien? Blah, blah, blah. And it makes so much sense now. It's the beast from the hand. Yeah. 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 I, as soon as like, I see yeah. that, that first leaked image and you see him surrounded by hand members, uh-huh. like that very yeah. first one that leaked, I was like, yeah, well, he's like the leader of the hand or he's a joined to hand. Yeah. Now yeah. Turns out I missed, like I missed that then. I missed yeah, that. I was just like, well, yeah, they changed his school. It was a to surprise match. to me. Yeah, it's a match <laughs> with yeah, it's like, like, the aesthetic of the hands. Yeah. It looks like a, a shogun mask. Yeah, yeah but at the it, same yes, time, like, like shogun, yeah. At the same time, he kept it. He kept the old school. He still got it on display. Yeah, it's like, like in a it's, shrine in his bedroom. It's <laughs> Chekhov's skull vest. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's just a matter of time before he puts it. It'll back get off. used again. I think. Well, you're yeah. Right. yeah. It I think people like, got real up. I, I think, you know, someone who I, I consider myself a Punisher fan, uh, but that's because like, I understand like the message of the Punisher in the comics, you know, and I, I was in the military. Like, I understand that there's like really any veteran comic book character, Punisher, Wolverine, Deadpool have like a special connection to the military, which totally makes sense. Uh, and even like the creator, um, his name slips me right now of Punisher says that that makes sense. It's like Gary Conway, probably Gary Conway. Yeah. Out. Yeah. It's when it gets used for other things that it's like, that's not appropriate. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, so when the police start having it on. Yeah, like no, <laughs> you misunderstand the point of the character at that point, right? Um, so like I get it in that sense. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I agree. Sometimes and I think a lot of people will say they're a Punisher fan or be like a fan of the Punisher without really understanding his character. Easily the most misunderstood character in comic books. Yeah, like, people without th- a doubt. People so. think he's he's Batman, but he kills. Like no, that's yeah. I, that's <laughs> what I even... think the the perception is. That is that is very the, much the perception. Yeah. yeah that he, yeah. he's the same he's not and the people no. who understand it is like honestly the the best adaptation of the punisher is barry on hbo yeah like oh. just show like it, 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 when you sit in the actual cost and that was the fun of like garth ennis's run is like let's make it real time like since yeah. he debuted in 1971 and continued on like to present day like what is 30 years of that do. Of this look like yeah yeah and like just ripping your soul out and it's like even batman quit like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and frank castle still does it because it's like it's an addiction it's a compulsion frank yeah, castle yeah. is broken and sick yeah. yeah and he's not someone to aspire to but at the same like the military you get like military is just like any veteran like yeah, I mean, automatically after, clean. He did after, when he did after service, so that's his fucking yeah. thing. But like, I fucking support Punisher because he served, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, you brought up Batman Who Kills, which I want to bring up my pick of the week. Um, and I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I didn't expect this to be my pick, but it was a solid one shot. It was such a solid one shot. It, it's surprising me that I'm picking it. I was gonna pick 
Devil's Reign number five, but I'm picking Devil's Reign Moon Knight. I don't know if you guys read that one. I didn't I read did, that one. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to read it, but um, I'm reading. I'm reading Devil's Reign. Okay, so I can speak to the larger yeah. story of it. But yeah. I don't know what this Moon Knight story. Moon Knight is. is in prison, and the people he's put in prison are there with him, yeah. and so he has to deal with that. And also, I don't like. First thing, I'm not even a huge Moon Knight fan. I've been reading the new series and I've been cool with it. Um, and I'm going to watch the show and I'll like the show. That's great. But he's not even my favorite. Uh, but this issue is just really good. He's stuck in prison with the people he put into prison. He figures that out. Uh, but then there's also like a prison tournament. And he the, at the end of the tournament, um, like in these gladiator matches is, and this character doesn't get much play anymore. It's Man Mountain Marco. There are three Marcos. I, maybe I talked about this in the past episode. There are three Marcos in uh, Marvel. There's Flint Marco. Uh, there's Kane Marco. So Sandman. There's Kane Marco, Juggernaut. And there's Man Mountain Marco. Anyway, Moon Knight beats Man Mountain Marco's ass. And he tells him to stay away from Man Marco's ex-wife and their kid. Because the kid yeah. now has super strength. And he wants to like kidnap, kill the wife, kidnap the kid. Uh, that's yeah. his plan to do after prison. And so the wife had gone to Moon Knight before Moon Knight got into prison, telling him what was going on. And Moon Knight mm-hmm. said, if he didn't want to get put into prison, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have gone. Like yeah. he meant to be there. And it's crazy. It's a good yeah. issue. Joel, yeah, and they're like, if, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I liked the callback to him carving the moons in people's heads from the Houston run. Mm-hmm. Um, and from, I think, the Lemire run, he might have done that too. Uh, but the, I like bringing that back with some people that were locked up. The one thing with that issue and like the real re- the reason I wouldn't have put it as the pick of the week is the art was such a steep drop off compared to what is happening on the main run of yeah. Moon Knight. The main run, Moon Knight, the artwork in that is just absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. The art in this was, was pretty mediocre it was um to blow average i really enjoyed the story i really enjoyed kind of doing the lemire style um lunatic mask that he had on when he was fighting in the uh in the fight club prison yeah. fights with uh the prisoners and everything really enjoyed the story and stuff and that eight because eight ball i think was actually in the main run of moon knight like mm-hmm. an issue two ago like moon knight ran into eight ball or he was in something i read oh, okay. and i just like oh hey eight balls back i haven't seen eight ball in forever but uh, yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like i just read something recently where he was in it and i was like oh hey look he's back again yeah um oh you know what it was it was when uh moon knight goes to the bar and like questions everyone the, the bar with no name was, yeah yeah the bar with no name he questioned um eight ball is who oh was. that was interesting like, like, two or three issues ago on on the main moon knight run um so i was like oh hey nice callback but yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the story I enjoyed um, all of that aspect of it. It's just really the art like made it difficult for me to kind of get really into it. But yeah, it, as far as the tie-ins that I've read from Devil's Reign, um, that was definitely the be- better of the two tie-ins. Because I, I read that one and I read um, Winter Soldier tie-in. Okay. Um, and this one was definitely superior. And I'm not a huge tie-in person, but like yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit, the story-wise. I, I don't want to talk too much on this. I'm just going to do a quick thing that Devil's Reign Superior 4 has been a waste of three issues. Um, <laughs> That's not right. Uh, it was, it's so bad. And I finished it. And there, uh, Joel, you bring up a good point that like, yeah, not all these tie-ins are good, right? Um, yeah. I don't know how the Winter Soldier tie-in was. Obviously, the Moon Knight one was good. Superior Four sucked. X-Men has been great. The X-Men tie-in with, it has to do with Emma Frost and Elektra having 
history. And um, because they both worked for Fisk. And so Emma Frost worked for Fisk. Yeah, because Fisk had something on her. Um, and so she did a couple jobs for him where she messed with people's minds. Electra kills people. So she saw it as like the good witch, bad witch. And that is kind of a motif that they bring up in that thing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the X-Men one was good. And then Moon Knight one was good. Superior four has been God awful. So I don't want to spend too much time talking about it, but it's God. Yeah, awful. Um, Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, it's three issues and and it's like you got three issues for this and you couldn't make it good it was <laughs> it, it, it's it's really bad well it's like did we like all the old man characters that we got all the like yeah. do we need to see the superior versions of like that's not a moniker no that was a yeah. that was a spider-man yeah. that's no, it's, it's not everything. a brand <laughs> yeah right it's not Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> new brand Right. Where he's just like, I'm superior and I'll be superior and everything. It's like, no, he just became Spider-Man. And because he was a dick, he was the superior Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's just weird. The tonal change in Superior 4 is so different than like all of those characters that are in Devil's Reign 5. Uh, but let's talk about Devil Reign's, uh, Devil's Reign 5. Joel, did you read this one? Um, I started reading it. I don't think I finished it. Oh, oh, yeah. Because no, no, you just spoil anything. We can, we can stop talking. Well, let's just say there's a reason why you have a, a spare Matt Murdock around. Let's just, oh, let's just okay. say that. Uh, <laughs> you, Joel, to this point, I would say like read it like right now because like how many mm-hmm. <laughs> how many pages in are you? I don't want to. Um, I'm right at the big fight where they had that big splash page with. Um, oh, everybody kind of fighting in the. In everybody kind of fighting. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, Do things get serious? Oh, okay. I'll, there's I'll a, give myself a read. It, it. it, uh, it pay, pays off. Last issue's a. Uh, 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 cliffhanger. Do you want okay. me to? Do you want me to tell you? Or are you to, gonna? What do you? I mean, I want to read it as soon as we're done. So if you tell me, it's not a big deal. Okay, yeah. Mike so, Murdoch's dead. Mike Murdoch, yeah. Mike Murdoch. Okay, I was wondering if because they were he's been do parading around as Matt Murdoch. Yeah, well, he had yeah, the thing where he wished himself um, into being Matt's brother again. Yeah, altered reality and stuff in the annual last year. Yeah, yeah I was wondering when they were going to do that. I figured either they're going to kill him off or they're going to send him away. So I, I kind of assumed that was coming just because like they wrote him in kind of. You know, it sucks. Forced his way in there. They made him good. <laughs> like they made it like a good yeah. written character. Basically, he, was. he, he was has a good friendship with. Is it Butch? Who's Butch? Who's, yeah, Kingpin's son. Kingpin's yeah. son, Butch, the and new like Kingpin. Yeah, yeah. The new, the new Kingpin, the new Kingpin, and the new Kingpin son. <laughs> so what sucks? What sucks is in this issue, Butch is like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kill people. We're gonna go and kill Kingpin, and mm-hmm. yeah, and, that's what I think they, they said they were gonna do that last issue, right? Yeah. Three or four, and, yeah. and and Mike is like, I thought we were supposed to be better, you know. I thought you said yeah. like we're gonna do like we're gonna do this, do this prime stuff, but like do things yeah. different. So Butch goes off on his own. Mike goes to Matt's apartment for some reason. I forget what. I don't know. To get this, well, what happens is oh, uh, get the Nornstone. He wants. He's basically he 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 admits that he's not real. He admits that, yeah, that he, he wished his way in. Yeah, that he wished his way in. He admit, he admit, he comes clean about that, and then goes back to get the stone, and that's when Kingpin shows up. And Kingpin mm-hmm. now um, knows right that yeah, Matt Murdock is. He knows Matt Murdock. He remembers that. And Ma- yeah. Mike isn't even blind. So Kingpin 
He has to person, watch it all. <laughs> he, he beats him up, and 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 Mike's like, "I'm not Daredevil," and he's like, "Stop lying to me. You're not even blind." And like, he kills Mike after. Like, it made me feel sorry for Mike. Yeah, I get that. What's happened, man? He was a uh, he was definitely a well written yeah. character. He had a very interesting kind of story throughout. You know. Yeah, that's you know, like not super surprising, but like at the same time, kind of surprising because I didn't think it would be Wilson that would. Kill yeah, him. <laughs> I thought maybe Butch would turn on him or, yeah. or something, but I didn't think that Wilson would be the one to do it. So. And he thinks he's killing Matt Murdock. Yeah, like yeah, but it's another. It's also a way to put the genie back in the bottle, right? Yeah. Just like, yeah. right, but also like, imagine just Mike's journey being like a character that knows he's not real, that he yeah. was wished into existence. And how that like plays on you, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, it's, it's, RIP, it's, Mike. It's, you know, it's similar. It's similar to Ben Riley. Um, if we yeah. want to use this as like a jumping to kind of bring up Amazing Spider-Man ninety-two. Yeah. Um, but like that, it's it's a similar thing of like how do you handle being a, um, a shadow of an actual person? Yeah. Like yeah. you are something that was made of something of someone else and not your own being right like um and so yeah it's it's really interesting like i haven't i haven't really been keeping up with daredevil as much as i'd like to but like i was keeping up with the whole mike matt thing because at first i was just like this is fucking hilarious they finally figured out a way to make mike murdoch a thing yeah um but yeah it, it felt like as soon as it's just like i'm gonna kill um Matt Murdock and he's just like well there's been a guy who's been walking around yeah. as Matt Murdock like sorry guy like you are gone. you are gonna be the one yeah yeah I'm sad I'm sad um yeah uh Amazing Spider-Man 90 what 92 Amazing Spider-Man 92 we get a vampire lizard why Oh, Spider-Man. Because it's Spider-Man. I'm just, I, I'm tired of this run. I got nothing else to say other than they're going to, they're they're ending this run soon and they're renumbering Amazing Spider-Man. It starts back over in April. One. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird because the number, the one issue is only five issues away from a big number. Um, yeah, the, they, oh, for the legacy numbering? The legacy numbering is like, it's something 95. It um, no no it literally it's it's one issue ahead so literally within back to back it would be legacy issue nine hundred and if this series continued on the next month would be issue one hundred legacy nine hundred one so it's like the way like they kind of messed up the numbering where it didn't coincide with everything <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> so funny. yeah like yeah literally back to back they would have two milestone issues oh interesting that's um weird. I I don't know why but the, now they're renumbering it. So yeah, they're starting back over. So what's the point? What's the point? I don't know. It feels like they're they're not allowing Spider-Man to runs to breathe. Like Nick Spencer obviously was on the book for like a long, long while, but it did it felt his ending felt abrupt. Uh the kindred, end of the kindred arc. Just the end of everything that he was doing. It felt abrupt. It felt like he was building towards something more than and then they cut him off. Yeah, they yeah. yeah they cut him off, and it felt like he was building yeah. to more than just. Kindred wasn't the climax. Kindred was like the like the last ramp before yeah. you got to it. Like especially with like seven, you're hitting seventy five. You've been on the book the whole time, and you're gonna not let him take it all the way to hundred. Like, yeah, yeah, and that, I yeah, think it's, cutting- you know that 
it was twice a month under Spencer, I think. I don't even think it was, you know, it was more than once a month. I'm sure, I know a big reason, you know, I'm a comic book retailer outside of this, Trevor. Uh, that's what I do. A lot of the reason why they restart with number one is to help pump up sales. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's that's why a the, big it's, reason. It's why the why. New 52 happened. Yeah. yeah. It's why the New 52 happened. That's a huge reason. I mean, that's, I'm sure, Spider-Man's the number one selling over at Marvel. I mean, I can attest to that of my Marvel customers. Like, that's my most subscribed to title. So, yeah. And when number one hits, they're all going to resubscribe. So, that's well, a big and, part of it. And, like, how many reboots of, like, uh action and detective did we have until they reached the legacy of a thousand yeah like because now it's like yeah so it's like oh let's do it a thousand because like no comics ever been issued a thousand yeah it's like how long you're right like it's only a matter of time before those get new number ones too yeah uh yeah yeah um because spider-man spider-man's had spider-man's switched on and off between the numbering system well now i like the double numbering system that they're doing the legacy numbering Yeah. yeah that yeah I think that I think that's smart because it, it, Marvel seems to understand it a little bit more that they're now treating runs of stuff more like seasons or shows within a show. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like that. Like, I mean, that's always kind of been what comic book runs are. Yeah. And so to kind of start quantifying that, I think, is a little bit smarter to do. Yeah. Because you're right. It does. It does drum up people. It just be like, all right, it's not just. A continuation of what we've had it's a full recalibration of what it is yeah like even if even if this amazing spider-man run was good like and they have dropped a lot of nick spencer stuff they still had to inherit it all yeah like they came in issue 76 and basically had to clear the table as opposed to having a new number one to do the job for them Mm. um i just i don't know what the point sometimes these series seem like they're just spinning their wheels waiting for an event to finish so they can like kind of continue their story x-men did it with trial of magneto and inferno going out at the same time the x-men title had to like spin its wheels for a couple issues doing like one almost one shot issues standalone issues and then continue with what they were trying to go for um i don't know what they're spinning these wheels for because i do not care about ben riley and uh can we just move on you know well, they didn't do a good job of making us because I've I've always been a fan. I've always been a Ben Riley fan. Um, just I, I love Scarlet Spider. Like they were, that original <laughs> the original red suit with the blue sweatshirt. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was Classic. my early Spider Man days. Oh, yeah. that is to him. external external web shooters. I think that was yeah. The yeah. What like like Big the white best eyes? Yeah. I'd, that is the best alternate design. Of yeah. all time, like even going up against Miles Morales, <laughs> going up against uh, any of Ben Riley actual spider suit, like the, the Scarlet Spider is the best alt, in my opinion. But um, but they, they, it just, especially now, like they're pulling stuff out of him and they're making him incompetent because of the way they've, the, in, within the story, he's being um, dismantled mentally and that's making him a less competent hero and and straying from the characteristics in his attempt to get back to that yeah i honestly think dan slot bringing him back just kind of the way dan slot brought it back into the fold just sort of corrupted ben riley clone conspiracy core at a yeah at a bringing him back villainous yeah he has not shed it it's it's really just been this stain that even even now like as the story's progressing, he is the Spider-Man. Like, I feel like he's gonna have to be talked down 
from killing someone at some point in the story. But that's happened so many times. At the end of Clone Conspiracy, he tried to turn good in his solo series. And then in his, the last issue of his solo series, he turned bad again. Yeah, but like, but that was never, ever a problem when, in the, before he died. Right. Before he died in the 90s. That was never a thing. They right. had Kane for that. <laughs> but Kane turned good. <laughs> and Kane, I love, I like, I would, I, the fact that we don't have Kane around, like, I would have rather have seen Kane have to step up. Yeah. Ben Riley has stepped up to be Spider Man. Give us Kane. Kane, yeah. well, Kane I could also, I could also believe, book. No, he's, he's running around in Houston. Like, yeah. let him put on the act, actual Spider Man. Oh, scene. okay. Like, Beyond picks him up. Beyond, like, that's a, that's a that would have been interesting. That's yeah. a clone. I would have read that. Down <laughs> in his luck and really like could be molded. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like yeah. Ben Riley's just been kind of tainted and slot brought him back, and I, I'm not. I'm glad he's still around, but I haven't been a fan of really anything that's happened with him. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Kane. Kane's become. Kane has also ascended to my number two. Alt. Alt. Peter. Spider Man. Really. Miles isn't up there. No, Miles is a separate. Like I'm talking oh. about like. Like clones, alt, alt Peters, like clones, yeah. clones or of Peter. Superior, oh. um, uh, or any of the. I like Spider-verse I like the Superior just because they told a different story with it, you know, with Superior yeah. Spider Man, um, and it was a, just a clear, concise run. Um, did any of you guys are any of you guys reading T- uh, Detective Comics? No, no. I'll pick it back up when Zdarsky takes over in July. <laughs> I First was reading thing. the Tidian stuff. I fell off right around Ghostmaker. Okay, no, 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 no. Start, start, start. Uh, ten fifty. Ten fifty. Ten fifty. It's ten. Oh, that's what this like twelve issue event that they're doing, right? The um, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, it's yeah. it's Arkham Tower. It's like an Arkham that's Tower thing. Yeah. But basically, uh, it's been amazing. It's been it's because I I started right after Fear State because I did not mm. want Fear State, but Fear State Detective or post Fear State Detective Comics has been really good because basically the the premise is is that Arkham, they've built, it, Arkham Asylum has been blown up and some people have died. That happened in Infinite Frontier number zero. And Arkham rebuilt- Oh yeah, I was about to say like, that, that didn't that happen already? Yeah. Like, yeah. So <laughs> right, it did happen. Arkham Tower <laughs> is in the middle of Gotham and it's a skyscraper that is Arkham. And uh, they explain why I think in this issue uh, or even last issue, but basically the premise of these last, you know, six issues has been, there's a doctor who says like, he just has a miracle cure and like all the crazies in Arkham are, uh, uh, they're cool. They're fine. And so like, they're like, how is this possible? What is going on? What is this? So like, no way home, no way home to them. Mm Mm-hmm. But cl- not only does clearing their powers like make them safe, it also clears up their mind too. I guess, but you find out what Supposedly. it is. You find it out what it is, but basically it's like, what's this miracle that this tower is doing? And so Huntress goes undercover, Nightwing goes undercover. It's a Bat family book. Uh, Cause Batman's out of town. Batman's in like Bodnesia. Um, and I, can, you can in his name own a real country. <laughs> I'm just saying that's, he can, that's be, he can be in a real place sometimes, guys. <laughs> well, not if you deal with the, the country having a dictator. I think that's DC's biggest thing. If a country has a dictator, they don't want to write like about that, you know? Superman fought Hitler. Yeah, but that was back then. <laughs> uh, anyway, the point being is so it's a Bat Family book. It's really good. Uh, when you find out the twist after twist, 
you'll you'll be pleasantly surprised. Double twist. Uh, there's at least one big twist. Well, there was a twist in this episode, in this issue, actually. Uh, but like, is the the big twist is what actually is this cure? Yeah. But and then there's a twist beyond that. that I think there's a, also, like another that might also titillate. Yeah, that'll titillate. Okay. There's a there's a there's a twist that titillates uh, in this issue. Okay. And so uh, yeah, it's pretty good. So I would say if you're if you're waiting for Zadarsky, great. Zadarsky's awesome. I'm waiting for Zadarsky. Awesome. But ten uh, Detective Comics ten fifty onwards. Ten fifty and onward. Yeah. Because uh, I think ten fifty is when they started it. I mean, that was like, that was Hush. Hush was tw- a 12 issue smack dab in the middle of stuff. Yeah. So, mm. it, it's got to be. Hush is great. <laughs> yeah. um, Hush also, just side note, I was, because I was watching the uh, the movie again. One of the few DC movies that does a, has a better ending than the source material. I didn't watch, I didn't movie. watch the animated version. The animated, it's, it's all right. Like, it, once you get settled into the fact that it's in the DCAU, um, well, whatever the, the hell you whatever it is whatever now. you call the new 52 movie universe no it's yeah. not in that it's <laughs> no, not it in is. There. hush is in that it happened before oh, justice league uh, or justice yes. league dark apocalypse war yes the the new universe is the tomorrow universe started yeah. in superman man of tomorrow and that inclu- that's long halloween parts one and two is in that universe and so is the flash justice society movie okay I just found out recently, like a week ago, that all those movies were interconnected. I had no idea. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's 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 pretty it's pretty easy when half of them literally are Batman movies. It's pretty easy for the Batman (laughs) stuff to be connected. Yeah, but like they they do a a much better job. Uh, Basically, what they do, and and I can I feel I can spoil it because the movie's been out and you've read Hush the book. Yeah, um, is it 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 doesn't have Thomas Elliot. it combines the the Riddler being the mastermind and Hush, really. So yeah, so it reinvents him almost like it makes him like interesting. It doesn't have the character of Tommy Elliot. No, he's in it, but I think he, they they legit do kill him when the Joker shows up. Oh, because like, the viewers are gonna think that Thomas Elliot is the Hush, and then they kill him, and it's like subverting expectations. Yeah, and then, and then he stays dead. Well, kind and of how like Riddler's Arrow revealed. Arrow did the vigilante. Prometheus reveal. You guys remember that? Did you guys watch Arrow? Yes. No, I don't yeah. watch. Yeah. yeah. So no, I, 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 I remember it, but I don't remember exactly what. The reveal was there was Adrian Chase, District Attorney. Oh. And then and, it turns and, out. And we all thought he was Vigilante, but he yeah. was actually Prometheus. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. 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 Because Vig- they debuted Vigilante around the same time, a much shittier Vigilante than Peacemakers. Yeah. They, I don't even. We eventually found out who he was, but it was like the next season. Uh, it was it was the next season, and it was and like it wasn't anyone good. And the like showrunner was like, "Oh, you've met this person before." But turns out like, we only met him in like a flashback when he died. Like, yeah, it was Dinah Lance. It was, was Dinah Lance's ex partner. Like, yeah, okay. Oh, this yeah. is for the uh the this Arrow show on. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, it, they had their it, own yeah. vigilante on there too. Yeah, yeah, they had vigilante, oh, okay. and then they had Adrian Chase show up as the new DA. But it but wasn't lo- Adrian Chase. He wasn't Adrian Chase. Was he was Prometheus. Prometheus. Ah, okay, okay. I get you. He was a I good villain. You. That was actually he was yeah. a, Adrian Chase. He was, it, it, and that was a good reveal. That was a good subverting expectation. Yeah. Um, to find out that he was, but yeah, but also a, a, 
Adrian Chase from uh, Peacemaker is my favorite. Yeah, well, yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah, um, Peacemaker is uh, just a great show. Oh god, did talk about it all day. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to take this time to shout out ComicShopLocator.com. Uh, I don't know who listens to this podcast or watches the live stream till the end, uh, but I so I wanted to throw this out right now. ComicShopLocator.com. If you want to find a comic shop close to you, ComicShopLocator.com. Go there, find a comic shop near you and uh give it a shot because we want to support our local uh comic shops you know is that i'm not trying to is that they an official sponsor of the keeg no i'm just no doing, you're, I'm, just, you're just, just trying to do them a solid just trying to do my part yeah that's fair yeah respect yeah yeah <laughs> uh if you want to do us a solid patreon.com slash the keeg show uh you can subscribe to tiers and uh there's tiers as 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 you know, low as $5 a month that you can subscribe to and donate back to the key. Uh, if you like what we're doing, you should, you should have a $1 one. It's just a one-time donation, but we will do the comics or locator search for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dollar and we'll search it for you. I'll go ahead. <laughs> Look it up for you. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I always want to like give back to the comic, uh, uh, to the uh, comic book shops and stuff. Right. And yeah. there's, there's so many, and there's so many people, there, there's so many hurdles that people have. They don't know what to buy. They don't know where to buy it. They don't know how to start, you know? And uh, hopefully that's kind of what this show, you know, hopefully maybe. You know what you should do? I'm going to pitch you something since yeah. you, you since you want to do ads for free and, and, and give back to the community. Yeah. But, uh, what Seth Meyers does on his show is every episode he has a different, he has an NBC mug on his desk, but it's a different affiliate. Hmm. So maybe hmm. every episode, you just shout out like, hey, for viewers in uh, San Francisco, check out the shop. Or for viewers so-and-so, just shout out a, a store. A specific ask, store? Ask people, ask people for shout outs. We, we are online. putting together a list as Comic Talk of uh, accepting, open, non-gatekeeping comic shops. Because we need those because there's a lot of comic shops that like you really got to find the one that like works for you and sometimes women and marginalized communities don't always feel welcome in comic shops uh women marginalized communities and new readers new readers get turned away or treated like dumbasses uh when all they're doing is trying to find like a, an avenue into comics but then don't treat them like idiots you know and so i got to recommend uh the jeff Loeb tim sale stuff to a friend she has no idea about comic books, but she loves Robert Pattinson and loved the Batman enough. She's so just long like, Halloween. Start reading. Yeah, long Halloween, Dark Victory, and then uh, Catwoman when in Rome. Okay, yeah. Is that also Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale is when yeah, in Rome? That's all within that's all within the same universe. All within they're all within the same story. Right. But like is basically that Catwoman Loeb and Sale? Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Catwoman when in Rome is basically follows up on the Carmen Falcone tease because it's more of a tease in their book yeah um than it is in the, out now confirmed in the movie <laughs> yeah in the movie in the movie it's literally yeah. said. huge point yeah i was saying i was talking about online and i was saying like people were just like ah oh, it's cliche like it turns out that it's her dad i'm just like i, I think they did it because they want to be able to have selena do be a, a worse person than batman but still maintain the audience's sympathy it's just like, oh, who's somebody that she can go out and like try to vengefully murder, but still be sympathetic? Deadbeat Dad, who also happens to be a crime boss. Yeah. Like, well, it's also them trying to like put more dimension into Selena because 
Normally, Catwoman is just kind of like a like a thief sex object, you know? She's a femme fatale character as opposed to a character in her own right. Yeah, but also, and like at the same time, like Anne Hathaway and '60s Catwoman's are the only ones who are who are coming in unconnected to Batman's like history before they even meet, because Selena Kyle working for Shrek right. um, was already in, in his world, and then obviously Zoe Kravitz with um, working at Iceberg and then mm-hmm. and being related to Falcone. Yeah. Okay. Whereas Anne Hathaway and Halle Berry. And then Eartha Kitt, Julie Newmar, and Lee Merriweather, they are unconnected. Yeah. Although Julie Newmar does bang Bruce Wayne, so there's that. <laughs> in real life? No. Well, in the movie, I think in the 60s Batman, they definitely bang. Alfred even turns off the camera. Like, that's the implied thing. Oh. It's the 60s, man. They can't show it. It's implied. Yeah, yeah. It's implied. The but yeah, him and, him, and Robin <laughs> are watch, him and Robin are watching on a perfect TV camera screen. <laughs> like, there's no way you couldn't notice the camera hidden, like them to not see and then alfred yeah turns off the or robin does some someone turns off the camera just like it's a little too much getting a little too hot in there because it's the, <laughs> is it the movie yeah the 60s movie okay. yeah yeah um um what was i what was i saying uh uh before i forget i forget what i was saying but um uh oh i did the comic shop locator or whatever uh what uh, any other dc books that you guys read now, how light week for DC this week? It was actually yeah. a, a light week. Like, there's yeah. only like ten DC titles, and there was like twenty Marvel titles. Yeah, and I think like last was... week there was a lot more DC, or like a week or two ago, I had like mm. a huge stack from DC. You know, it, it's kind of like that sometimes. You know, like Marvel will put out like fifteen books one week, and DC puts out five, yeah. and then the next week it's completely the opposite. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there is Trial of the Amazons, which I meant to get to. I read it. Any good? Uh, so I had to catch up on Nubia. I've been trying to stay up to date with Wonder Woman titles because uh, I like the character of Wonder Woman, especially when she's with the Justice League. But it, it's tough sometimes for me to just like find that motivation to like read Wonder Woman titles. But there's a couple of different Wonder titles, right? There's Nubia and the Amazons. There's Wonder Woman and there's Wonder Girl. Those are the three titles. Now they've they've ended a lot of those titles. Well, at least they ended Wonder Girl. Well, it- it's to tie in with this trial of the Amazons. And I think they're going to kick it off again with another number one. Um, Cause there was some controversy with, with uh, wonder girl. Um, I don't know. Contra- uh, basically, I basically there was something specific that was done that I don't, I don't know because I'm not Brazilian, but. It oh, was, I, I, yes. I vaguely remember hearing about that. Yeah, there was. Because the writer isn't Brazilian, and more so that she's not Brazilian, she's writing incorrect Brazilian things. Um, oh, is this from the future state Wonder Girls? Kind of, yeah, Yara Floor. Yeah, 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 the jo- Joel Jones' yeah. Yeah. His book, yeah. Yeah, uh, future state. Was I saying future state or fear state earlier? No, you said you fear said, state. Okay, you said cool. fear state, we're talking about detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But we are talking now about currently about future state. Yeah, so that but this is all state. from the future state Wonder Girl well, thing. Yeah. Well, her, yeah. her okay. ongoing, her solo series is not future state. It's just yeah. future state was the first time we see her. And then yeah. she got, like, weirdly enough series. with all the future state stuff. Yeah, got confused. yeah with all the, like, the stuff with Titans Academy and Chisam, yeah. all the weird stuff that they did for future state. Yeah, yeah. yeah um so so (laughs) nubia has been pretty good i think nubia has been the most solid as far as expanding the mythos of themiscira um so i had to read up to up to nubia number five in order to read trial of the amazon is number one 
and then go to Nubia number six, which also came out this week, but I did not get to, um, I did not get to Nubia number six, but let me throw but trial of the Amazon. Is that the correct reading order? Yes. Is five, then issue one, then issue six? Yeah. Because That's poor, poor planning. Well, well, what it is, poor, is both issues even if came you're, out this even week. If, even if you're releasing them the same week, like. It's I, trial I, of the Amazons first. And then trial, trial of the Amazon one and two will bookend the run, and then each individual title has their step and their six. It's one of, the, it's one of those. that event. Okay. Yeah. So I think there's six issues. There's two. How can trial of the Amazon back, make this? I do, yeah. Go, I will, go back. I do love that cover. The the, the double page cover that you just said, Jen Bartel. I've, yeah. I, I forget why I started following her on Instagram. Like what like. The impetus was but i've been following her for a while and just her artwork is just incredible um yeah the the story is that finch on the cover on that cover the main cover or or oh, no 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 it's uh um jim chang right yeah Je yeah jim chang on on the first one i think so yeah or chung sorry it was it's chiang right yeah, c-h-i-a-n-g yeah but anyway the point being is uh Trial of Amazon starts, starts off kind of slow, but it sets up that there is a tournament. There's going to be a tournament to determine who is guarding the door. Uh, there's a special door that leads to hell um, and they have to guard it. Always is. Yeah. yeah. And so, they, but then the Bannon McDowell, the Bannon McDowell, they're the, the outcast group of, of uh, so there's three groups of Amazons now. There's the Themyscira and Amazons, by the way, there's a couple editing problems in this issue. Uh, they switch the speech bubbles for two characters and they misspell Themyscira in one. Anyway, the point being is- um, it's, your only, it's your only job, editor of Wonder Woman, is to be the one person who knows to spell Themyscira in the office. <laughs> well, they spelled one in it's one bubble one and job. spelled Themyscira, like they put the I in the wrong spot. But then there's one that is pretty egregious. They switch the, they switch the speech bubbles of Wonder Woman and the person she's talking to. And that got like Wonder Woman's it gets confusing. Down to? Well, it looks like Wonder Woman's being like, somebody's being a dick to Wonder Woman. She's but it's actually Wonder Woman being a dick. No, no, no. It's the other way around. <laughs> she isn't being a dick, but it made it look like it's weird. Oh. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? This starts off kind of slow. It sets it up. There's three tribes. There's the uh, Themyscirans. There's the Bonnie McDowell. And then there's a new tribe, the Escasita, uh, from from Brazil. That's the, the Joel Jones Wonder Girl. Yeah, yeah. Amazon. And so they come in and they're going to do a tournament. But then one of the, the queen, the queen of the Bonham McDowell is horrible. Like she's the dick. So she's, Wait, who's, who's the Bonham McDowell? Like where, 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 where are they coming in from? They're, they're the nomads. They're the Artemis. You remember Artemis? Yeah. Okay. Artemis okay. is Bonham McDowell, right? So like, but that's, they, they are the, 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 the Amazons with no nation. Yeah, right. And they use guns and stuff, right? Like they're the more militaristic ones. I'm not even sure if they're immortal. I'm not quite sure. But um, anyway, so, uh, but then the one leader of the Bonham McDowell says that they should take a vote on who's queen of all Amazons. So there's this big thing. So right now, queen of Themyscira is Nubia. Yeah. And Hippolyta has stepped down because she's been with the Justice League. And you guys want to know how this issue ends? Uh, yeah. Even if you tell me, I will forget okay. by time. Uh, I Hippolyta dies. Hippolyta's again. dead. 
they find Hippolyta's dead body in the final page. And so it's I mean, like, shocker. How many times has she died? This yeah. <laughs> She's the Jean Grey of the, of DC at this point. Right. Uh, well, it's also, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, also before she dies, you have a scene where her and Philippus are in a relationship. Philippus being one of the Amazons. They've established, I mean, that they, at least since the start of New Frontier, I think they've, they've established her as queer. But that's cool that they're Hippolyta? being so open about it. Yeah, I thought I so. I didn't know that. I I, that maybe. I, maybe. Yeah, I, I thought know. that, yeah, I thought that was not, this was not the issue that's like revealing. That. Oh, okay. That's cool. Maybe I missed I mean, that's that. Cool that. I mean, but it's also like, just cool. Like, what if it was? And DC yeah. didn't release a press release saying, look at us. Look how cool we are. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong, but I thought they had, they had established her as... Yes, because yeah. it kind of feels like since the pet, the first Wonder Woman film, and just especially with the changing of comics, like they've really just like, oh yeah, like yeah. let's talk about what would actually happen on Themyscira, and probably what William Moulton Marston like wanted to have happen right. on Themyscira to begin with. <laughs> I think it's funny that like people complain about Wonder Woman being bi, or that Amazon's not. They're like, no, they're not lesbians. Like, like you have this immortal race of beautiful warrior women that are just waiting around for a dick. Like, that's just what they really want in life, right? They're just like, no, we're not all hooking up. We're just waiting around. I mean, maybe a yeah. dick will show up. Like, what? Of course. Yeah. Like, and also, But also, you, you also mean they haven't uh, figured out some technological advances, swinging around all those swords and spears, no other <laughs> forgeries uh, were made. Right. Um, uh, mystical things, But also, right? I mean, also, like, who is anyone to to know say that they know the sexuality of a being who is created from clay? Right. Let's not forget that's right for a long time until I think New Fifty Two, right? They didn't retcon. Yeah. Her thing until, New Fifty Two, um, they retconned her origin. Azarello, yeah. Azarello introduced Zeus was actually her father. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, I want to uh, wait, Joel. Did you? Are you going to read this or not? Which one? The uh... Trial of the Amazons. Any of the yeah, Wonder Woman stuff? Yeah, when it comes out in trade, yeah. Yeah. I, I tend to trade weight stuff like that because it makes it a little bit easier, especially yeah. if they're jumping around like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what were you going to say, Trevor? You're going to say something? Uh, whatever I was going to say, I forgot. Okay. And obviously it wasn't important or else I would have remembered it. <laughs> uh, you guys read uh, Naomi, season two, number one? No, I, di I didn't get around to that. I read the first, like, I like, like, I liked it. I, I like that. I don't really have a problem with it. I just, you know, so many hours in the day that I didn't get to Naomi, but I liked, I liked the way where it ended. I've liked her in Justice League. I've liked her in Justice League too, but also yeah. I don't know how I feel about the character. I don't know whether I'm really that interested and maybe it's not for me, but I also, I have yet to figure out her power set. I think it's like, yeah. Light and energy. energy. Having an ill-defined power set is always the death of new characters. Yeah. Um, because you have nothing really to grasp onto. And, and also as a writer, you don't really understand how to put challenges in front of them. Right. You don't know the limits of their power. Um, but like, it, it, it's weird, like, because like Bendis, like it seemed like he's been, they've been basically DC, what the agreement was that they wanted from Bendis when they brought him on is give us a Miles Morales. I think that like is the sort of mandate they want from mm -hmm. him is give us a Miles Morales type character or give us a Miss Marvel. Like give us, give us, give us what you gave pop. Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Give us that pop. Give us yeah. that pop of a, the new young character. Yeah. yeah. And 
I like I I don't think Naomi's it. And I also think Bendis was protected from himself at Marvel by the fact that Miles couldn't be in everything that he was writing at the time. Yeah. Miles was literally in a separate universe and couldn't just hang That's around right. in Avengers. He crossed over um in New X-Men for like a spell, but I think that was already after he had merged over. I mean, no, I could be wrong. Yeah. No, it, he was in the Ultimate Universe when New X Men, when all New X Men crossed into crossed his over. Universe. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, but like, he, he, like I think the fact that like Naomi is everywhere, and like I, he kind of can't go to a Bendis book at DC without Naomi. Naomi being... showing up, yeah. But he does yeah. that a lot with his characters, though, right? Jessica Jones is like a big one. But I mean, I'm. But like, Jessica Jones wasn't. Po- she she popped up at Daredevil and the, like and New Avengers. Was, but not till after he brought oh. her into New Avengers because he was done and wanted to bring her back. Mm. Like we were the story that he wanted to tell with Jessica Jones was done by the time she came around New Avengers. That's Basically, right. by the Max line died. Yeah. But the only thing he did at the time was had some people come in, and then he had a cool couple crossover scenes with uh, Daredevil because he was in the middle of. Like the early days of his Alex Maleev uh, mm-hmm. Daredevil run, oh, and so okay. all the t- all the big successes he had at Marvel, he got to be protected from himself, yeah, and not inundate us with this character showing up and everything he's doing, right? And I think that's they're making a mistake with Naomi, like the fact that Naomi already has her own show. It's just like that seemed yeah. a little too soon. Six issues, I don't of an ongoing, on like of an ongoing, like it, it's you yeah. can make so, you can make a series out of a six issue of a comic that's a one story. But Naomi right. was like, season one, this I, is, the yeah. story keeps going. It's just like, I'm with you. I I just, yeah. And I like much, her look. Much, I like yeah. her power, or I don't like her power set because I don't know it. I don't like her hinging on the multiverse because that's also been a big thing that's, about me. I uh, The multiverse is not an entry level concept. It's not. And that's like the whole basis of her, yeah, is the multiverse. Right. Kind of like America and... Chavez has a very similar problem. Yeah. And that is that she is just multiverse hopping. But like when you treat the multiverse as just a place you can just kind of go to, like, but you know. When, when did America Chavez pop? When she got to settle into Young Avengers. Yeah. She wasn't hopping. Like that's, I don't think that's what Bendis has really given because you can't do, you can't do that in Justice League. You can't. You, you, you can't yeah. make her a beloved person in Justice League. It's got to be your own book. And her own book just seems to be prelude to other stuff i just realized something did you guys read justice league versus legion of superheroes number two no um they keep doing this and this is a bendis thing too they keep saying hinting at future naomi they keep doing it yeah the fact that she's like that's i i forgot about that aspect of her is that she's destined to be this great warrior but it's like i mean that's like that's the that's the problem. That's been something that every writer of uh, Legion of Superheroes has done. Johns did that with Stargirl. Um, he was doing well. He, he forced. I mean, but Stargirl was Stargirl also built into the legacy yeah. of of a character that just had a established legacy after that Starman run. Yeah, yeah, like a beautiful, be- very beautiful run, but also just. Um, God, I lost my. Uh, I'm like, oh, but Johns was Sodom Yat. He had him in his Legion uh, book, and he was a figure, uh, a oh, featured yeah, person in the Green Lantern run. Um, but that was also uh, 
pulling off an Alan Moore line. Yeah. Joel, yeah, the, the, I, I want to yeah. know if Joel has any hard uh, uh, thoughts about like these like kind of legacy type new characters. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that eventually, you know, any character is going to get rebooted into a legacy character, take the mantle, move it on to someone else. It's always something that happens, you know, writers get backed into a corner, I think, with some of the histories of these other ones. Um, but I think a lot of what, you said it earlier, that they're trying to recapture the magic of Miles. You know what I mean? I think Miles was so successful because Marvel was so successful yeah. that now they're just like, oh, well, we can do it again. Like, we can capture lightning in a bottle twice. This time I mean, at Miles DC. Was, right? Yeah, at DC and at Marvel. I think Marvel is trying to redo Marvel's, it. Too. Yeah, Marvel's been trying to chase it for a little bit, too. They're chasing that, you know, because Miles Morales is a friggin' phenomenal character, and now they're all chasing after that, trying to get that same thing. Um, so I think that's what it comes down to. It's just more, now it's like, whereas Miles was kind of like an organic creation that really resonated with people. Now they're like, well, how can we do it to, you know, profit off of this and, and yeah. try to recreate that. So, and I think it, like for you saying with Naomi in particular, it's almost like Bendis is like being forced to like kind of put her everywhere that he's working. Yeah. They're like, well, you're working on this. Okay. Naomi has to be in it at least this much. Yeah. And yeah. He's kind of being forced to, to kind of show the character everywhere that he can. And well, I think that's had, what ends up happening. He has a co-writer on it, but to your point, yeah. Like yeah. both Miss Marvel and Miles Morales came from personal stories. Yeah. Bendis was like saying like, cause he, Bendis, um, his children are all uh, biracial adopted. Yeah, yeah, I believe, right? I'm, uh, I'm, maybe I'm, not biracial adopted, but like they are adopted. So yeah, yeah. Um, but he's just, like a, a, coupled with the the Donald Glover trying to get an audition for Amazing Spider-Man. He just re really personally like it became a personal mission for him, and that's why the character has so much energy. He's just like yeah. we need to create, we need to prove like th that it's not crazy that Donald Glover could be spider-man and that yeah. my kids can have their spider-man that they're it's it's a full body suit any literally anyone can be under it right yep right maddie we had a woman spider-man before we had a, a black spider-man like maddie maddie franklin yeah, with the, yeah. the first amazing spider-man reboot and like no like she taped down and like no one suspected anything oh is that what um, happened to maddie franklin like she yeah, i didn't know that that's was maddie franklin debuted as a uh, spider-man because mm. peter parker after Heroes uh return. Um Reborn he wanted to at well Heroes Return is after Heroes Reborn oh, sucked. Okay, yeah. Um Heroes Return was just like, oh yeah, sorry about that. We're, uh, <laughs> <back."> <laughs> um, <back now>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and so yeah, Maddie Franklin, um like and no one suspected it. Everyone was just like, Oh, it's Spider-Man, Spider-Man's back. Yeah. And so yeah, like it just proves that anyone could be under the mask. Yeah, yeah. And same with Miss Marvel, like um uh how she disguised uh, herself wilson. as carol and stuff yeah yeah but like g willow wilson like it came from a very personal yeah spot and like she it basically like kamala khan is is g willow wilson like as a kid like she's yeah. and and then is like g willow wilson pakistani i thought so i'm gonna look it up or at least muslim i don't know i thought yeah i thought so this is it's been a while since i've checked in mm. on her and yeah and, I said I don't really. Oh, she remember. is. She is Muslim. Okay. Yeah. No, and it, it, it's like they're telling very personal stories, and I think like 
Yeah, she Naomi converted to Islam. Some interesting. interesting. Of corporate mandate. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, because they're trying to recapture that, they kind of like make these, you know, like they, they're making Bendis plug Naomi everywhere that he is, right? Right. Um, even if it doesn't really work as super well. Like, you know, she was fine in, in Justice League, but she was probably the, his Justice League run was pretty lackluster. And I would have to imagine a lot of it was they're like, well, you need to make Naomi like the focus of it. Like, even if there's another story you want to tell, yeah. it has yeah. to somehow, I'm sure that there's, you know, knowing how the comic book industry is, there has to be something along those lines. So that's kind of how I feel about, you know, talking about legacy characters yeah. and stuff. You know, I, I totally get it. Like, keep making more characters. That's awesome. But don't expect every single one of them to pop off like Miles. And if it right. doesn't, throw, try to, you know, force it down our throats. Just Na Yeah. Naomi getting again. a TV show was kind of weird because it happened very quickly. Yeah. Uh, very quickly. Not that she doesn't I honestly, yeah, it, but I saw but, she had a show. I was like, didn't, like, Naomi has a show? <laughs> but, uh, like... Yeah, it felt like, oh, we have proof of concept. Put it in a comic book first, and then we'll... Yeah. That's the Mark Miller, like, yeah, pipeline. It's very like, Mark Miller. It's very Mark like, Miller. Mark Miller, no real legacy in mainstream comics. All of Mark Miller... Uh, Ultimates, Ultimates, sorry, sorry. Yeah, he... and Civil War, and Old Man Logan. That's true. Okay, I take it, I take it back. <laughs> Whatever I was going to say. Whatever I was going to say. I take it back. Because he has some like, very... Those were very big. influential. But also... They're influential more because of what they begat in cinema. Yeah. Old Man Logan yeah. gave us Logan. Yeah. It's a great story. It's a wonderful story. And it also gave us Old Man Logan for a long time in the books. Yeah. Um, but um I mean, literally, all well, it's all all his movie, all his stuff is gonna be a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ultimate well, is, is early is, phase uh, one MCU. It's phase yeah. one Avengers. Yeah. 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 Um Side note, uh, well, not side note. I'll tell you the side note before I say the real note. Uh, Naomi being the new kid on the Justice League works really well, especially with old guard, old old guard that aren't Justice League old guards, Hippolyta and Black Adam. So there was kind yeah. of a cool thing there. It was a good balance. Um, but side note, uh, check out one of my most recent TikTok videos. I think you guys should both do one off that basic prompt. But the basic prompt was put together a Justice League team that does not have the six that is not families of those six it's not bat fam it's not wonder fam it's not super it's not green lantern flash or aqua and create a justice league without any of the so outside the main the main six the main families six. main I six mean, families okay but i but i can still have marsh manhunter and cyborg Yes, that would okay. count. Yes, if that's what <laughs> yeah. you want. I mean, because, because I did they, they, they are family lists, but also I do feel uh, have the same sort of connective tissue, despite not having families of themselves. Of just like if we're gonna if we're gonna put it on hard mode, I would take yeah. those two guys <laughs> off the table too. Um, well, I personally don't like Cyborg on my Justice League anyway, but that's just me. That's true. That I I like him on that's Teen true. Titans. He's a Teen Titans mainstay. If I had my choice, I would make four different Teen Titans te or teenage related teams, and they would all be different. But that's just me. Um, right. But anyway, spend a lot more time thinking about your teen teams than just <laughs> Young <laughs> Justice, Teen Titans, Titans, and Titans Academy. I would have four titles if I had my way. I would have four concurrent titles at a time. They don't have a. They don't have another. Uh, oh, I, mean, I, I might. Legionist. I guess Legion of Superheroes is the is the other youth team, but they're a thousand years in the future. Yeah, it's yeah. not relatable. That's the thing. Yeah, about but I was just like saying, like, God, for like being this the 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 publisher of Sidekicks, it's kind of crazy that they have like 
only two brands of teen of like young kid teams and basically young justice is teen titans kind of yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i mean um, like you have young avengers and the champions x-men have been murdering children for a long time right <laughs> uh, you have runaways you're the runaways runaways yeah yeah um, marvel i mean i guess it's because they're they've always had like their teenagers are their heroes yeah um uh with spider-man like spider-man kind of sets well, that spider-man Spider yeah spider-man was 15 when he started and yeah. then yeah yeah and then the x-men were in a school so they yeah. were still school students yeah school oh strange children. academy strange, strange academy, academy. Yeah. yeah uh yeah. did you guys read strange academy that's actually a good good segue no i'm i'm i haven't read it yet i meant to read that one wait I, that I came out remember. like that's still an ongoing yeah strange it's academy number 17 month. oh okay or month after next, it's ending soon. Scott Young I, is leaving it. They're going to reboot it. Uh, sadly, okay. Scott Young's been doing phenomenal with it. I absolutely love it when he writes young people. Yeah, and it's Alberto Ramos as as artist, right? Yeah, yeah, and his art's been fantastic. It's been one of my top favorite books at Marvel is Strange Academy. Yeah, and Wait, they're, Umberto, they're, Umberto Robert? Uh, Ramos. Ramos. Yeah, Ramos. Yeah. 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 Nice, Umberto. Yeah, yeah. it's been a fan, phenomenal, phenomenal series. Okay. But yeah, I didn't read this this week's issue, so. I got it early and I forgot that I had it. So. Do, you, do you want to talk about it? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't want to like cut you off. There's a, like, there's a big I, there there's a big thing that happens. That's all I gotta say. A lot of cool stuff is it's building up to a lot it's of great things up. in that series, and I look forward to reading it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't want to ruin that. I was okay with Devil's Reign being yeah. kind of spoiled for me, but not. not yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, Devil's Reign. <laughs> Issue four, the, the issue four tells you everything that's going to happen in issue five. Yeah, like I feel right. like, yeah. yeah, it is event book. Yeah, so, it, but yeah, this is like an ongoing that like I have been reading since yeah, yeah, yeah issue that's one fair. dropped. Very fair. Love, uh, so. By the way, I want to shout out Manny reads comics. I had, uh, I had. Uh, there's been two Mannies on Comic Talk. There's Manny Batista, uh, and then there's Manny Hundress. So Manny Hundress is Manny reads comics. Uh, he's over there on YouTube watching right now. Um, he's been chatting it up over there. He says, uh, Hey everyone, general. Hey, uh, Bendis likes to, loves to hype his own characters up. I do agree. Um, I, I, I uh, especially on his Instagram. If you follow Bendis on Instagram, it's just a bunch of stuff about his character, which I'm fine with. <laughs> but at, at the same time, like to the point on his Instagram, it is also like, look at all many fucking awesome artists I've been able to get working on yeah. books. Yeah. So, but it yeah. is, but it is also like, but they made my work, baby. Like right, that is but it's also like he was complaining because his avatar for Netflix, his like icon oh, avatar, yeah, was Jessica Jones. But now and that Angel they've taken it. him off, they've taken away the avatars. So he but says he, he has changed his Disney Plus avatar in like a week. Yeah, my Disney Plus avatar has been Wolverine for the longest time, which is kind of fun. It's been Cyclops. Okay, cool. We kind of are Wolverine and Cyclops in a way. You know, we're just both bad. I'm a, I'm a bit. I that's my that's. Something I don't think people would know about me is that I'm a big Cyclops fan. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm joking. I fucking yeah. go in for Cyclops. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, Manny also says Strange Academy is ending. Oh, no. Cry face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, Sadly. Strange Academy is good. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, it is good. And um, I personally, my theory has always been that Marvel is gearing up for a Strange Academy show. That's That's what I've... They've they're they're working out the kinks with the sh with the show or with the the comic series and I think they're going to make a Disney Plus show on it. At it definitely point. has the feel of a yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, it's essentially totally Marvel's Hogwarts. Yeah. It's Marvel's yeah. Hogwarts. Yeah, 
It is, and it's really good. It's yeah. really well written. Yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of interesting. Like that was like in the last days of of Marvel being separate entities of having separate spinning wheels. Like weirdly, like the last spinning wheel was like their their teen stuff. With the the Runaways show, oh, yeah. gifted being sort Cloak of and dagger, Cloak and dagger, like Cloak and dagger, yeah. like it's there. There's something there, but Marvel Studios has yet to really tap into. Yeah, every freaking video, every uh, on YouTube is just like they're building to the Young Avengers. There's a, who's America Chavez? She's gonna be in the Young Avengers. Yes, yeah. well, yeah, it's, it's gonna be Young Avengers and Agents of Atlas are like the two that I always hear people talking about. Um, Agents of Atlas like, would be fun. Well, Agents of Atlas Agents right of Atlas. now is the all Asian. Jimmy Woo, baby. Jimmy Woo. It's the all Asian the team now. Hero. Agents of Atlas. It's the Pan yeah. Asia team. Um, in the comics. In or? the comics right now, Agents of Atlas right. is the Pan Asia team. And uh, Swordmaster is now Iron Fist. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Sorry if anyone hadn't read no. it. Iron, like Iron three Fist weeks ago, one. so I don't yeah. feel as bad. But. It's funny because I didn't know Swordsmaster. I had only seen Swordsmaster in passing. I didn't realize I, that Iron Fist was the same character. I just thought well, it was now a he's, new character. Now he's Iron Fist. Yeah. He became the Iron Fist. Right. Because yeah. his shorts so it's a sword shattered in his hand. Into his arm. Yeah. So he's literally the Iron Fist. <laughs> but oh, yeah, is that what it is? I didn't realize that. Well, I mean, I just thought that was funny. I was like, oh, yeah. so he's like literally an iron fist. I didn't guy, realize but... that. So he got Johnny Tremaine. He's, his hands got smelted. He, well, the, his sword went into his hands. And so he didn't defeat the dragon at Kunlun. So, but his sword chunks being in his hands allows him to channel his chi uh, and harden his so fist. He's, boot, he's bootleg iron fist. He's bootlegging it, but he's I think store, Danny, he's store brand iron fist. Yeah, he's, he's wish uh, iron fist, but <laughs> Danny is like his mentor, so they're kind of bringing <laughs> Danny in to do that. It's weird. They, they tried to do that with Power Man. Remember um, Power Man Shades son, Power Man? Oh, yeah. Um, they tried to do that. that where Danny was training him because he had chi-related powers as well. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, we'll I, will say, I will declare this. You can always, anything related to Iron Fist, you can always spoil for me. You'll never have to check ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care what's happening ever yeah. with Iron Fist. Fair. Uh, uh, Joel, what, what else did you read? We got a little bit more time that we can, uh, we can go over some, some, more, some more stuff. Uh, well, I read Seven Secrets, which that's a Boom Studios Talk to me. title. Talk to me. So that one, that's that series is just absolutely bonkers, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, you're I think we we're I don't know if it was at the beginning of this or before we started recording about how, you know, when you're writing stuff and you know it kind of becomes uniform. So, you know, Tom Taylor's writing a lot of stuff, but I personally think that Seven Secrets is like where his most of his energy goes because everything else thematically really copies and takes bits and pieces. His Nightwing, his Superman, they're all taking bits and pieces from Seven Secrets. Mm. Um, you know, kind of dealing with like the legacy of the father and like, you know, the son kind of coming up. And so we just basically the seven secrets two societies one has seven secrets the other one's trying to take the seven secrets um we know one of the secrets is capable of just completely destroying it wiped switzerland off the map in okay. like the second issue so switzerland is like gone in this world <laughs> um yeah another one of the secrets is pan is literally pandora's box okay um and so the main character guys they're like are, magical items seven magical some items of them some oh. of them. Some of them, it's information. Oh. Um, so, like, one of the secrets is that um, Gaspar's father, who's was the former partner of the head of the society now, who's also Gaspar's mother, 
uh, isn't dead. So like we found out that I, um, uh, I can't remember what his name is now, but we found out he was alive and that was like the third secret. That's a society um, level secret. Yeah. Cause it's that. So the reason being, I, I wasn't sure as to why, but spoilers, if you're watching this, you're reading seven secrets. We just found out that the seventh secret that Gaspar became the holder of that he is actually the secret. So he has powers. We found out a couple issues ago that he was raised in the world of fairies, um, which is like in between dimensions. So we found okay. out that he was raised there after he was born um, and that they were, the fairies were protecting him. And we just found out that they were protecting him from the dark fairies who serve the demon, who is the fifth secret uh, and the, the, de- the fairies want to get that fifth demon, that fifth secret demon, and they want to raise it up so that they can bring about the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we found out that Gaspar was raised by the other fairies and that he is the seventh secret himself. He can fly. He has powers and stuff. Um, so we just found that out at the end of this issue, which is just like, so that's why it's a big deal that his dad is still alive and was one of the secrets. So. You, you. I am more confused now than ever, but I, yeah, I, I can imagine as I was saying, I when I stepped it. into the fairy world, I was like, they, I lost them. I, I was like, Oh, <laughs> but also like, as you were saying that, like I, I was watching uh, the feed and Dimitri uh, had the cover up. I'm like, it's they signposted literally right on that cover. He is wearing a shirt that says seven circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, his logo is seven. <laughs> so yeah, the reason like, you know, for a There's while you're thinking that. that is because he's the holder of the seventh secret, but now it's like, oh, he actually is, he is the seventh the secret. Harry is the Horcrux. Like, oh. What's that? Harry is the Horcrux. Yes, essentially. That's like the reveal that we just got in this one. So that series, I mean, as confusing as it sounds, like it is so freaking good okay um the pacing is very similar to almost i would say anime like where it's very just from issue one you're hitting the ground running i just i i mean since you spoiled it i don't i don't like i i just spoiled it for myself like i was skimming through it and it, it does have a very much like throttle on yeah. the action and it's the story will be told within that yes sort of anime yes, story very much so and it's really good for that. I, I'm really enjoying it. I've been reading it since it's first started coming out. Um, it hooked me in the first issue. It was really emotional and stuff. But it's um, it, it's a really great series. If you're liking anything else that Tom Taylor is writing, I always tell people this is his best book that he's working on right now. Like as good as his Nightwing is, as much as I'm enjoying Son of, um, Superman, Son of Kal-El, like Seven Secrets is where Tom Taylor is just absolutely killing it. Because it's like I said, I it crosses over genres we're getting into like crazy fantasy stuff mixed with like spy thriller lots of action it's just kind of going everywhere and it's just a really fun ride all right all right i i think i will give it a shot because i like tom taylor that's yeah you know yeah no just skimming through the issue that i had up like it 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 looks good it looks it's good yeah it's and it's constantly every couple of issues like there's still questions i have from issue one that have yet to be answered so also like strong like pacing either he is breakneck and and this story has a lot more to tell yeah or like yeah the the focus because all seven secrets seem to have been revealed and it's issue 15 not all of them not all of them. okay like but but like you just mentioned yeah like a a lot of them (laughs) yeah all but like two of them have been revealed Um, like like what's that so the demon baby's five what number is his dad? Um, three. And then, and then number two K 
killed we Switzerland? Seen, no, that oh, was what, four. Number four. Yeah, and then Gaspar is seven. So okay. four secrets. So, so there's four, three more. So there's three more secrets. Yeah. Will secrets two and four, like they have like a will they, won't they romantic, you know, subplot? <laughs> yeah. So each secret is held by two people. Okay. A keeper and a holder. Okay. So one of them holds the briefcase, the other one protects the person holding the briefcase. Okay. And that's how Gaspar was made. Um, and I was going to say, like, that. that's, like, yeah, two people hold the secret. Yeah. The secret is the child. Like, Yeah, well, that's how Gaspar was made, was they fell in love when they weren't supposed to. Um, so were there, so Gaspar was born into a world that had six secrets. No, there was seven secrets when Gaspar was born. That's and one of the things that... how could he be the seventh secret? The love that... But then how... Yeah, okay, yeah. All right. It's, I it's, there's a because... lot of questions. Yeah. But that's what I think you're saying, that he's writing it at breakneck speed. He has taken breaks. Like, he took, like, a three-month break between issues. I think, like, we ended with finding out Gaspar can fly, and then he went on, like, a three-month break. <laughs> okay. Right. So he's doing, so he's doing Saga. He's doing the... Uh, ah, exactly. Break. Exactly. Hopefully Prevent his breaks aren't that much longer. But he's <laughs> taking these breaks and then just coming back and just, like, really driving it in. So it's it's a lot, but it's good. So it's Man good. Manny Reads Comics says that 100% agreed about Seven Secrets, Tom's best book. I will take yeah. your guys' word for it. I don't want to hear any more of it, only because yeah. I just started breaking. You were like, and he learned how to fly. And I'm like, ah, yeah. what? I don't, yeah. yeah. When he stepped in, like, in, we're getting issues, into Naomi crossed, territory. When they crossed <laughs> into a, a different dimension and ended up in the world of fairies on a rainbow bridge, I was like, okay, okay, this is taking a really big uh, turn, and I'm totally in for it. So. Speaking of rainbow bridges, <laughs> let's talk about Thor. All right, fantastic. Thor. It. It, it finished up the uh, the. Uh, by the way, I'm not I'm not cutting you off to cut you off. I just you yeah. Know. <laughs> I, I think gotcha. I I want to go on the Tom Taylor journey of Seven Secrets. I will. Yes. I will do it. Okay. Have fun with it. It's I will. We will figure it all out together. Thor number 23 came out. Uh, and we're going to rattle through a couple of these issues real quick because there's only a couple more issues worth talking about before we uh, call it a day. But Thor 23, it's the end of the God of Hammers uh, yes. story arc. And um, I, I don't know. I mean, it was cool, but like not much happened other than just yeah. concluded. It, yeah it was your it was your classic uh finale fight yes like that is the, the 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 most the most like emotional slow scenes you get are the pep talk before and then the and post then the fight uh check-in i mean i haven't read a damn thing of this thor run of donny kate's That's thor run before that and like I, I understood it like it, it yeah. seems that seems to be the tempo that is he really does very similar thing with prey yeah like you were saying where it ended with a very emotional ending with prey with donald blake and everything did the same thing with yeah. the black winter at the beginning so it seems like that's kind of what he's doing that at the end of every one of these big things it's just kind of like but it's donny kate so you know everything's going to come back up at some point just that's that's how his, that's his style so but also i, I really enjoyed it yeah Straight, I mean, I'm wondering what next issue is going to be because you gotta you gotta figure out what's the trade. Like, yes, yeah, it is six issues, and so yeah. you're ending at something at 24, so or ending at something at 23. So what's going to happen in 24? That's yeah, going to make me want to buy that trade. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> mm. Um, um I I'm intrigued. Like, yeah, I'm intrigued by it. I, I like not knowing the context, but just like knowing the books, knowing the Thor books. Um, like it, it kind of understood um yeah. what was going on and it seemed like uh i mean i haven't really checked in since jason aaron 
this run, what's nice is about the Donnie Cates run, it picks up immediately after the Jason Aaron run. I mean, almost immediately after Thor ascends. I mean, that's where we're picking up issue one is right after Jason Aaron. So it's just like, you're just going right back into it and continue on with the story. Um, but yeah, it's been a great Thor run. I've really, really, really love uh, Klein's artwork in it too. Mm. It is just absolutely perfect for Thor. Just yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Um, it, Did Mark Bagley do that Carnage variant? Yeah, that variant right. coverage yeah. of him. God, again, I got like Mark Bagley's artwork so recognizable that I can. Yeah. I have a tiny little screen showing it the key on volume.com. Yeah. And I could still, like, oh, that's Mark Bagley. Yeah. That's a Mark Bagley cover. A <laughs> uh, couple X titles came out this week, and I want to talk about it real quick. Oh, man, there is a couple more titles. Anyway, uh, uh, I, I don't know if you guys read the Star Wars comics, actually. Star Wars Crimson Reign number three came out this week, and um, um, it was a Yoda kind of. Uh, issue it was just interesting this is before uh uh this takes place but in Yoda's between. the star of it or that's how you describe it it's it's he's not the star <laughs> of it but he does cameo so okay yes. i didn't know if yoda type meant like a specific kind of star wars story no no <laughs> that's no. what i was asking. this so one like, was oh, i'm really out of the loop this one was interesting kind of like a one shot even though it was it's this crimson rain miniseries it's weird when the miniseries no, no, no. It well, that's an old Republic cover, I think, that you can see there. But uh, no, it takes place in between uh, Empire and Return of the Jedi. So yeah, that's where the everything's the Darth Vader's taking place in between that. Yeah, that's what I'm reading Darth Vader right oh, now. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah. Basically, in the, in, in the year before Yoda dies. Yeah. When he says nine hundred old year old, you get because uh, could you will not. Yeah, like, but the the Yoda that we see in this in the cameo is a flashback. So. Hmm. okay it's a flashback um uh it's a, i think it's a flashback pre new hope i think it is also i'm sorry but uh i believe i know what happened between empire and shadows of the Jedi. empire it's called shadow of the empire it's not it's canon the adventures but... of dash rendar <laughs> but the adventures not... of a dash rendar they have hinted <laughs> <Dash> Rendar. <laughs> they have hinted at caesar in this new continuity yeah i don't understand why he no one's thought to bring him on board. That guy looks cool. He seems like he's a piece of crap. So uh, you can do some good stuff with him. Like unless he's a pastiche of Yellow Peril, which you if you look at his kind of that the the person with Yoda on the cover. No, 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 no. That no. Caesar's not in that. This old lady looking no. one. Yeah, I'm asking who Yellow Peril is. I have no, 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 no. That is. no. Yellow Peril being Fu Manchu type. Uh, anti-orientalism type stuff. Um, oh, oh, you, is he yellow peril? I don't know. He looks like I it think, though. I I'm, he has long claws. He has a top knot, and he has a robe. And it is what's their name? It's like crimson. It's something crimson. crimson. Well, his is like crimson. Well, Kira no, Black Sun. I think I his think is Black Sun. Sun. This is Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn yeah. is Crimson Dawn is the Kira. Yeah. Darth Maul yeah. solo. Uh, don't give a shit. Anyway, this was a kind of standalone issue and not worth getting into it. But did X Lives and X Deaths of Wolverine both come out this week? Yes. Right? Didn't they? I, did, I read both of them. I, don't I read them both this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I read both of them, and I hope they both came out. Uh, unless I got some early, but basically. Um, those were, uh, X lives. They're, they're both starting to make a little bit more sense, but X deaths is better than X lives. 
the hunting down of Moira is better yeah. than the time traveling antics of Omega Red and Wolverine. <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah. X Deaths, I think, is better. Well, and X Deaths is like, this has been what this thing's been building towards. Right. I don't remember. Um... What's his bucket uh, dropping in hints that Omega Red was going to be a time traveler? Um, but yeah, X Deaths is definitely like paying off what's been established since House and um, Power of uh, House of X and Power of Ten. Mm. Yeah, like this is like the culmination of kind of where it's been going towards. Yeah, it's really the ramifications of Moira McTaggart and her machinations, um, both leading to and since the establishment of Krakoa. Yeah, it's very Terminator too. X deaths. Uh, it's very, it's very Terminator. He's gone back in time to kill Moira McTaggart. Cool. Yeah. Not much more you got to do than that. Just show me a good time. You know? But also, yeah. like, it, it's like, but what if Sarah Connor became a piece of shit to stop the Terminators and not a badass? <laughs> like, that's what I think it kind of is. Mm. It's like, what if Sarah Connor became like so desperate that she became like an awful person? Yeah. To prevent judgment day right somebody did a did a did a like a like an article stating that like it's possible that james cameron took uh, days of future past and made terminator that he would have read that and then because it happened with enough time in between and i think james cameron does read comics right so like um but terminator one came out before days of future past mm, terminator one came out in like 81 like it was like no. it's, it was a long it was a long time between movies. The Terminator came out nineteen eighty four. Okay. And Days of Future Past. I have to write in Days of Future Past comic. Yeah. Well, also Terminator came in. Nineteen eighty one. Okay, yeah, that is enough time. Yeah. Enough time to write a movie. You know, yeah, like fully, James like, fully make a movie. Yeah, yeah, but also. I mean, that being said, like I think I think the brood, the, yeah. the brood in in reverse fashion, the brood was off of aliens. Yeah, I don't so think they, the... they, it, it evened out. If James, <laughs> it, if James Cameron stole Days of Future Past, Marvel got the brood out of it. Right, they, they took it back. But now Marvel yeah. has the brood and Alien, which is the funniest thing. They have yeah, both. Right. They, they have, have both, both of them. them. Yeah, they have the rights to Alien. Yeah. Um, and Predator. <laughs> they got the yeah. rights to Predator back, too. Predator could be a good fit. I don't know whether there's anything like Predator in the Marvel Universe. I like Predator, to see Predator yeah. versus Punisher. Just you know what would like be cool? <laughs> That'd be dope. You know they, what? They, they, didn't they do that? They did Predator versus Batman, which is a lot yeah. of fun. That, one, that one's awesome. They that did Punisher the versus, they did the Punisher versus Archie. They did do Punisher versus That's, Archie. And then they did Archie and versus Predator. Predator versus Archie. Yeah. Yes. So Archie, Archie versus Predator. Archie has faced both the Punisher and Predator. Yeah. Archie <laughs> began it. Yeah. And Sharknado. I think yeah. Sharknado went up against Versus Archie? Archie? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. I love oh, yeah. Sharknado. <laughs> they basically, like, when Riverdale, like, was at its zenith, like, first season, Archie comics was putting out crazy town stuff. It was That's even awesome. before that. Archie was doing crazy shit before well, Riverdale. But they, yeah, but but they were but they were doing it in the Archie horror style, like the Sabrina stuff, and then mm. Archie Afterlife, yeah. and then Mark Wade. Um, did I that, liked like, Mark Wade's Archie. Mark, Mark Wade's was up because Fiona Staples was doing it. Like yeah, Chip Zdarsky did uh, the Jughead books. Oh. But like the house style was different than the previous one. Yeah, and the Archie versus Predator stuff, and the Archie versus Sharknado is old school 
looks like an RG Double Digest, which is awesome. Yes. Mm. Nice. Um, I forget where I was going with this, but yes. Uh, uh, where, about aliens and uh, aliens and stuff. <laughs> uh, Sabretooth number two, I just wanted to touch on it real quick just to say that I didn't like Sabretooth number one because I was like, what's the point? I don't like dream worlds. That's not really my thing where it's like, that, what, you know, but Sabretooth number two makes up for it. It's setting up something really interesting. What's the premise of Sabretooth having his own book? Sabretooth is in Krakoan hell. And Krakoan hell, but Sabretooth has kind of overridden it to the point where he is. So instead of the dream world being thrust upon him, he's affecting the dream world. But then you get five new mutants who are thrown into the Krakoan hell for different reasons. And they are now stuck in a Krakoan hell where Sabretooth is the devil, essentially, and god of hell, which is how issue one is. But issue two changes it. And it does a quick left, like a left pivot, and and now this is just issue two. I'll I'll, I'll spoil the the kind of the ending. Basically, Sabretooth is like, hey, how about we just all break out of here and just go kill Xavier? How about that? You know, Not and like so Sabretooth. so Sabretooth has a team now, but the, some of these characters aren't bad guys. That's the thing. Mm. But, but how they get thrown in there? Well, they accidentally killed a human or something like that. Okay, so they broke, broke one laws. of the three. One of the three laws. One of them was celibate. It wasn't making more mutants. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of them. It was. It was weird. The character named Melter, who is like the second Melter, because the the second Melter was on the Young Masters. Uh, if you remember that crossover with Young Avengers versus Young Masters, uh, he accidentally melted a boulder, and the boulder is Krakoa, so he gets thrown. It was like what? Because you can't, mm. you shouldn't harm Krakoa. But he just like he was playing target practice, and he melted a boulder that is Krakoa. So. That sounds like it was Krakoa's fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't, let's not victim. Move your boulder. Blame, <laughs> let's yeah. not victim blame Krakoa. But all right. Um, if you are aware enough that I, I could be charged with assaulting you, <laughs> move that boulder. Move that boulder. I, I love the fact that like we talk about all these comics on the show and then we still have more and it's like, oh man, there's a, a lot, lot of, of comics out, out there. every week, you know? Yeah. Um, and but this that's is all cool. like, we had one deviation into indie. Yeah. Uh, I was going to bring up, I was going to bring up King of, uh, King of Spies or uh, King of Spies, uh, which From is Mark, Mark Miller. Cause I love Mark Miller. I didn't get to read this issue, but I read the three other issues and it is wackadoo. It is, it is James Bond on, like steroids it is that's like, how you describe it, like mark miller uh, in general yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like uh um nemesis is batman on steroids yeah yeah <laughs> that's mark miller style and Jupiter legacy is superman on steroids like yeah <laughs> uh yeah the well it's more it's more like the american dream on steroids mm. is that's kind of how i would sum up jupiter's legacy you know um but anyway point being is thank you guys so much for coming on the show coming on comic talk talking with me about uh every which thing marvel dc indies all these comics you guys are always awesome um before we get going i want to thank the audience out there so much for watching i know that there was a, a couple of people out there watching us live stream on volume.com slash the keeg show twitch.tv slash the keeg show youtube.com slash the keeg uh, everybody out there, thank you guys so much for watching. And if you're listening to this, you're listening to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. 
we're all over the place. So however you guys digest us, say hi, uh, comment, follow, like, subscribe, click the bell, write a, 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 an awesome 10 out of 10 review. That would be very helpful wherever you guys are at. Um, Honestly, I will say like as a, as a previous podcaster, I will say if you do truly want to help a podcast, a review wherever you listen is insanely helpful. It more than anything, more than like hit like tagging us in a post in Instagram or hitting us up on, on Twitter, like actually writing a review where you consume your podcast is very, very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, uh, we need more reviews. So, you know, anyone out there who wants to write one, feel free. Apple Podcasts needs them, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Um, before we get going, though, where can we find you guys? If you want to say your social media out loud, where we can find you, what you got coming up, any plugs that you want to do. Joel, what do you got? Yeah, you can find me Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, the G.I. Joel, J-O-E-L. Uh, post regularly on YouTube, post a lot on TikTok, a lot of video content, talk movies, comics, TV shows, all that stuff. So um, yeah, you can also go through there to go to my comic shop, GTX Comics, gtxcomics.com. Awesome. GTX right. Comics. Cool. Yes. Uh, Joel, I love your TikToks, man. Like, thank you. Like, keep, keep doing, keep doing that, you know? I appreciate it. Yeah. I got Don't, a bunch more. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's like, the opposite of don't quit your day job. Quit your day job. <laughs> Keep doing TikToks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Trevor, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? What do you got? Uh, um, I am at uh, Trevor Copter on all social media. So if you Twitter, technically TikTok, even though it's not on my little Trevor, little just do a damn right TikTok, here. man. You say this every single time. There's some TikToks. There are some TikToks on there. They're just not comic related. I'm just saying I did man I did manage to secure that handle. Put when put, I eventually when you do um, eventually go downloaded there. the app. I do eventually. No, I have the app on my phone. Oh, yes. I have the app there. I do have the, the app. prompt, guys. Do the Justice League prompt. I want to know I your guys' teams. I am thinking about. I have to it. think about that's a that's a good question. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys a link. Yeah. I'm gonna send you guys a link to my TikTok. Okay, the Keeg okay. Show on TikTok for anyone out there who's who's wondering. But Trevor, uh, sorry. Uh, um, you, yeah, social anymore? media, and then um, my plug is if you are in the uh, LA area, um, Southern California, I am uh, gonna be stage managing and sound designing and like running all freaking tech for it. Um, this show that uh, called the Effect. This play by Lucy Preble, wonderful, wonderful play um, that we're going to be running from. I just had to look up the dates because I don't have them locked in my head entirely. April 29th through May 22nd. So basically a whole run through May. So if you're down here in Southern California, it's through 66 um, Theater Company. Um, you can find us at 66productions.org. Um, you can get tickets there. It's going to be a really, really fun show. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, um, doing some sound design. Like this is a show that like really requires a mood to be set. So I get to like really play around with it. So looking forward to that. Um, awesome. Yeah. Also, I will be seeing you on April 1st, right? Yes. I'll, I'll leave that plug to you. Yeah. But yes, you will. So uh, if anyone's in the Orange County, LA area, Southern California, you know, even if you're San Diego, come on up. Basically, uh, WonderCon is April 1st to 3rd. The Keeg will be on the ground doing WonderCon content uh, all three days, as well as we are throwing a WonderCon after party 
at Brewheim, which is a brewery down the street from WonderCon uh, on April 1st night. Um, Joel, if you can get a ticket out here, <laughs> I will I will put you on the show. We are going to record a live podcast uh, for like a live audience. Nice. Um, and, and there's going to be drinks galore, some of them being free. Uh, we got some sponsors that are sponsoring some of that. So for, we're trying to figure out. For talent as well. Sorry? <laughs> free drinks for talent as well i'm sure i'm sure our sponsor who is going to be covering some of that will give us some free drinks just tell me who it is and i will gladly uh give them free press yeah or whatever uh well uh uh if anyone is looking for a new app uh download stream lounge go to streamlounge.io uh, they are a uh, partner of this show. In fact, uh, to the point where I need to figure out how to better shout them out in the future. But we do now uh, like a show on Stream Lounge once a week where we kind of watch some cartoons and commentate. So you can watch a streaming service and cam up and commentate for an audience through Stream Lounge. Um, it's like uh, BritBox. What's that? Like, um, I think it's BritBox. Like in Britain, you can watch. You can just watch people who like are watching TV shows. Okay, so I guess. <laughs> But this is America, man. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so we're doing all sorts of things. Follow The Keeg at, uh, on, on TikTok, uh, Instagram, and Twitter at The Keeg Show. Uh, you can also follow our podcast, follow our live streams. Um, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash The Keeg Show. Check it out. See if you want to subscribe. That's how you can easily donate to uh, the Keeg. But yes, if you are in town uh, in Orange County, LA, San Diego, Southern California in general, on April 1st, come out to Bruheim uh, at 9pm. And uh, it's going to be a crazy night. And I'm going to get some content creators. We're going to do some shows. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Nice. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, other than all that, uh, thank you guys so much uh, for coming on the show. Joel, Trevor, I can't uh, say how much uh, uh, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. So everybody out there should follow you guys on social media. Trevor, get a goddamn TikTok, man. <laughs> I have it. I just don't post to it. Post That's to what it. you got to understand is post I have it. it. I've secured it. Yeah. I've secured I've it. Ca- I've secured Planted your flag. the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like the I- name. I'm not going to pay someone hundreds of dollars down the line because like, I need to have at Trevor Copter on my TikTok. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's like I have a girlfriend. I've never talked to her before. <laughs> okay, but, this isn't you know, some my ca- girlfriend in Canada. This is a girlfriend this is in Canada. My girlfriend who lives in town that I don't speak to, but we <laughs> are still dating. Are you though? Together. I feel like uh, suspect. That's suspect. It's 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 social media official. I hope somebody has no content to back it up. Right. I hope somebody <laughs> swoops in on Trevor Copter and makes it's you jealous. And makes you jealous. No, hold on. Um, look, I hope someone look, gets super famous. Look, he's got it. Yeah. The okay. and everything. There we go. There we go. Bro. Thank you for oh, the wait. proof. Oh, Trevor, no. you don't have to give Dang me it. No, I, I What is going on with this show? No, it is at, it is uh, at Trevor Reese 86. <laughs> it's not even Trevor Copter? You were lying this whole time. I thought this whole time I was. It was like, you just Tre- Trevor, like grab that. Trevor Copter, make some damn videos, and uh, I will see you guys uh, uh, on another episode of Comic Talk. Thank you, everybody out there for watching. Once again, I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. This has been another episode of Comic Talk. Take care.
strong, oh super fast.